Expert Strategies with Joe Wellyu. Hey, Joe. Hey, Kelly. How you doing? I am doing well. It sounds to me like you've been traveling around and you've seen some game changers. You know, the the industry has definitely been going through a lot of transformation over the last few years, and it's very, very clear to me that there's game changers in this industry that are redefining the landscape. They're really setting themselves apart from the rest of the competitors, and they're resetting what the expectation is for a lender, a financial organization, a financial institution, and a professional for that matter. They're resetting the expectations of what it means to deliver service to a customer, what the transaction looks like, what the interaction with the brand looks like. They've essentially taken the industry that we've known for a very long time and they've leveraged some core things, some core tools, and, and really some, some areas of focus. And they have done that consistently over the last few years. And now what's really happening is you're starting to see all of that take effect. And, and what's happening is you've got these people that are emerged, have emerged now as, as clear leaders that are taking market share disproportionately. And they're really going to lead us into the modern era. We're in the first inning, but it's, it's clear that's happening. So what I have done is researched extensively the key things, the key traits, the key areas of focus that these game changers tend to all have in common. And we've come up with three things that I want to talk about today uh, that I believe are consistent across all of the companies that are emerging as the new leaders in the modern financial world. What would those three things be? I'm glad you asked. So brand, number one, uh, and these are in no particular order because sometimes they, they do these in different orders, but they all have these three. Brand, innovation, commitment to innovation, but innovation, mm-hmm. and culture. So brand, innovation, and culture are the three things that if we look at the landscape as the people that are are really just killing it right now and building world-class companies resetting the the industry as we've known it they they focus on these things and I want to talk about each each one individually for a few minutes a brand number 1 has always really been important in business if you think about it and great brands are they sort of take on a life of their own right well mortgage financial services real estate has always been it's been a little fragmented to say the least right there's been great brands that have sort of evolved and done a good job and then there's all of a sudden there's been young brands that all of a sudden have the trust of a brand that maybe has been out there for 50 years and they've been out there less than 10. Hmm. And that's crazy because it, it used to take decades to, to do this, to build a brand that, that people trusted at a high level and wanted to do business with, and companies are doing that very quickly. And so when I look at that, number one, you have companies that are, are taking their brand and defining it what they want to be known for, how their, their image, all of those things – and they are fiercely protecting that brand in all of their marketing and the way they go to market. And they're going, and the way they're going to market is very methodical as far as multi-channel marketing, controlling the messaging, consistency with those consumers. You've got social, you've got um, still print marketing, of course, media, television, advertising, banner advertising, digital, and then a lot of uh, stuff that happens still at the community level. 
But all of these companies focus heavily and invest heavily in a high-quality brand, and they are just absolutely obsessed with that brand. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And you know, that word is out there and it's it's in every kind of business blog and story and, that you will ever read or any kind of research that you look at. What does that mean specifically for mortgage that you're seeing is, is best practice? Brand is, if you think about it, it's more than your logo. It's more than, uh, it's more than your marketing. It is the experience that a consumer has with you in your organization. It is every single thing that they interact with at your company comprises your brand. From the time they talk to somebody on the phone or they fill out an email form, how do you respond with them? What's the transaction look like? What's the lead, what's the incubation time frame look like if they're not a customer yet? How did you reach out to them? Was it consistent in the message? Was it uh, you had some you know crazy salesperson that was super hyper aggressive and offensive? Or was it elegant the entire time in first class, right? And so all of those things comprise brand, comprise great brands. And the game changers are focusing on every single aspect of that, not just the logo and the marketing. A lot of companies think I can put a brand out there, can spend a bunch of money on, on graphic designers, and that's going to define our brand. And right. it's so wrong. And, you know, I never even thought about brand being related to the person that you talk to on the phone, maybe even in a service center. All of it. Yeah, it's wow. it's so uh, all encompassing. Brands today, if you, if it's the it's the packaging. If you buy a product, it's it's how you feel when somebody mentions that company, right? What do you oh, think yeah. of? Yeah. What do you want to be known for? And so all of those things go into it. And the next thing, obviously, that is a topic, but it's no no less critically important to the people that are redefining our industry and changing the game is innovation. Right, and innovation. We, we talk about technology a lot, and technology and innovation are certainly, uh, you know, very much on the same vein. But innovation is about also changing and iterating and evolving, continuing to look at your processes, not just the technology that you're using, but the way you're using it. Right. So we're now tech-enabled service businesses. Right. That's that's how our industry has evolved. Is You've got to be enabled by technology, but we're still a service business. And that service is vital to the whole thing. And part of the innovation has to be, how are you taking technology and people and putting them together? Oh, that's a really good point. Right? Yeah. So a big part of the innovation today, and and this is very clear to me as you start digging layers deeper inside these great companies, these game changers that we call them, and they're quite frankly, there's there's uh, producers and practitioners inside these companies that I believe are game changers in their own right. You know, we've seen producers go and go from 20 million in production to multiple hundred million in production. Well, that that's redefining the, the business, right? Yeah. Nobody thought that was possible. One of the other things too, we've talked about this on previous shows, even though the preferences for using technology in these transactions is very high and it's it, the appetite is growing among the public, they still do want that human touch. So that blend has to be critical. It, it does. And, and if you think about it, obviously all those things impact your brand. So if you have good technology enabled with high quality service and high quality people, that's going to influence your brand. The stronger your brand, the more powerful you become in the marketplace. The more growth you can have, the more exponential growth you can have. So next up is culture. Culture is 
just that critical component that you you absolutely can't deny it if an organization has it. And I, I personally underestimated how powerful a great culture can be in in growth and really exponentially growing. And if you look at it, the companies that are having massive success, and you, you have companies that have the innovation maybe around, uh, they have the technology rather, they've got seemingly a good brand, but if they don't have the culture piece, they don't have the people piece, they're getting a small percentage of the results of some of these other companies that have incredible culture. And culture is something that you cannot fake it. It has to be authentic. Okay. And that, I believe, is the difference maker. There's companies that try to have culture, but it's not. if it, there's no authenticity, it's something that doesn't flow and it's not consistent in the company and you can't scale it. So you have to have that mission, the clear values that, that define the organization, what you're all about, right? You also have to have standards that are incredibly high, and you can't deviate from those standards. And I'll give you an example of what I mean. So there's a lot of companies in our industry that will chase top producers with big guarantees, for example. And these top producers, they do not care in some cases. You know, there's great top producers. I don't want to set that message wrong. Uh, but there's top producers that chase guarantees, and they'll go from one company to the next. And the second they get a better offer, they can make a, a little more money, or in some cases, maybe a lot more money. They'll just make the jump. And there's nothing holding them there. There's nothing that's more important to them than what's in it for them, right? Yeah. And so you cannot... You cannot deviate from having an authentic culture. And so what happens to companies if they start deviating and they start lowering their standards to go and accommodate these people that are just going to jump from one company to the next and they're not truly invested in building something meaningful as a whole, they, they end up really sabotaging their, their culture internally because you get people that are a little bit more toxic. So, so how do you build it, or rather, once you've done that get buy-in? I think it starts at the top of the organization and the frequency at which you have to communicate your vision, your values, your mission to the organization is cannot, cannot be overstated. It has to be so consistent and it has to be visible. And it also has to be done on social media. People People talk about certain companies that are out there that have a lot of success, and it's somewhat polarizing sometimes if you if you follow the chatter on social media. But I will tell you what, the people that are authentic in, in their culture, whether you agree with it or not, it's, it's real, and they live it every day, and they reinforce it every day. So what happens is there's, there's no lack of clarity. The messaging is there, and that attracts like-minded people, right? Okay, yeah. So great people attract other great people as long as you keep that standard high and protect that. The second you start uh, making exceptions and you lower your standards, that's when culture starts to deteriorate. So if I'm understanding this correctly, whenever you're particularly bringing someone into the organization, be it a producer or somebody at any, any aspect, you really want to look for that initial excitement about your brand and your company. They have to align with what your mission, your vision, your values are as an organization. And they have to believe in that. They have to buy into that at a high level. 
if they don't truly believe in that and they don't truly align with that, I mean, of course, people are still about making a great living and being successful in their own personal right. But if they just care about themselves and they don't align with with you as a, as a company and, and what your culture is, it's not a great fit. And too many uh, companies have spent a lot of time and energy cycling through people that don't align with their culture, and then they wonder why they can't grow, right? That's a really good point. Yeah, yeah. it's just true. And it, it's jumped off the page to me as I've had the opportunity to get close to some of these organizations and study them, and even organizations that I that I haven't gotten to know. It's it's pretty easy to start as you start peeling back the layers. You can really start understanding why they've had such success, and the, that culture is a big component of that. Indeed, and I know you always come back from uh, visiting our customers. So excited. And so today we're talking game changers, the three areas of focus driving their success. So to people listening to this right now, they're saying, okay, yeah, I want to be a game changer. You talked about the three areas of focus. What do they do first? So number one, you have to you have to commit to wanting to do that, right? Being a game changer is hard. This industry is hard. So you have to commit to that. And then you have to start asking yourself the tough questions. You have to ask the tough questions around these three core areas. What is your company doing currently? Or if you're a producer listening, you're a practitioner listening, what, what is your personal business, your personal brand? Because our industry is somewhat unique in that you, you've got the company brand, but you've also got the individual professional that's also a brand. So the two combined are really the, the brand that you go to market with, right? Okay, yep. So you have to ask yourself tough questions around all of those things. And then you have to decide, do you want to, do you want to raise your standards and step into that arena, right? Mm. I believe that it's the golden age of our industry and there's more opportunity right now than there ever has been. But you got to be bold and you got you to gotta make some moves. All right. So again, ask the tough questions and make the commitments in order to be a game changer. Do it. It's big time opportunity right now. Golden age of the industry. Be a game changer. Mm-hmm.